Hey, Dreamers. I can't believe it. We are so close to Dreamers Podcast existing for three whole years. To celebrate this amazing accomplishment, I have decided to put together a live event here just outside of Philadelphia, May 20th. DreamCon will be an all-day event where you can meet past guests, network with other Dreamers, and play minute-to-win-it games to raise money for charity, and of course, so much more. Tickets are on sale now at superjoepardo.com slash dreamcon. I can't wait to see you all there. Hey, Dreamers. Welcome back to another episode of the Dreamers Podcast. I'm here at the Up Conference, which was formerly called the... What was the the name, Alex? Um, Waterfront Ventures, I think. Right. Yeah, I think Waterfront Ventures is throwing, is holding the conference. No, well, so. Waterfront Media. Oh. So it was Waterfront. I think it was Waterfront Ventures, and at the time it was, I think they had just changed the name to Waterfront Media. I gotcha. Yeah. There's, so and now they're, it's they're finding their place in the world. They're doing a good job. Yes. No, they are. They, there's already quite a few people uh, funneling in here quite uh, early before the conference even starts at I think ten o'clock or something like that. It, it already started, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well. I'm joined here by Alex, who you may remember from episode when I was at Waterfront Ventures. I don't recall the episode number off the top <laughs> of my head, so you can go back and check that out at dreamerspodcast.com. Um, Alex is from Red Mage Gaming, and uh, at the time... Red, he, Red Queen Joe. I don't know. Where did the, the mage come from? Probably in that uh, headspace, <sighs> yeah, the know, video I'm, game. I'm totally out of it. Yeah, um, Red Queen Gaming. Okay, Red Queen Gaming. Alex, welcome back to the Dreamers Podcast. Thanks, Joe. How are we doing this morning? Pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like coming to this conference. It's thrown by good people, and you always you always meet a lot of uh, good connections here. Get a lot of good info. So I'm happy to be here. I, I and, would uh, agree. happy to happy to be here with you. Thank you. Yeah, happy happy to be here as well. Um, and and good connections, of course. I mean, I I took a position because of this conference with, oh, nice. with Hope Work. So yeah, it's uh, awesome. It's it's absolutely amazing to me. Um, so why don't we get started by filling people in what's been going on since May of 2000, May, right? May of 2000. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So we presented um, at this conference in May, uh, ended up actually getting, uh, meeting an investor here who made an investment in the company. Um, so it's, it's been nice to have that financial support to help build us up. Basically, the idea is we've really been working a lot on the technology that, that powers our platform on the back end. Um, which uh, we're rolling out later this month. Uh, the main idea behind Red Queen is that we help people create tools for video game players, like heat maps, stat trackers, battle calculators. So um, people will be able to go to Red Queen at the end of January and become tool makers, create awesome tools, and host them on our marketplace. So that's launching later this month. We've actually uh, started working with Microsoft uh, with our engineers to um, get some assistance building the platform, and we're showing it off at the Game Developer Conference in San Francisco uh, at the end of February, at which point we really plan to start kicking things off and, and uh, creating a, a great experience for gamers around the world. Oh, that's awesome, man. Congratulations on getting funded. I appreciate it. And, and being teamed up with Microsoft and getting to go out to San Francisco. I thought it was is it normally in San Diego. Uh, no, G- GDC is always in okay. San Francisco. I, I, I've There's never been to GDC, but oh, I don't man. have a reason to. 
per se. If you like games, it's an incredible <laughs> experience. But, you know, PAX is right in our backyard up in Boston. Got That's MAGFest uh, that just happened last weekend. Uh, too Many Games. There's a lot of good conferences I've if you're in the I've been to Too Many game. Games a few oh, times. Oh, cool. Um, but, you know, GDC is a, is a really big deal, right? It, it blew my mind. it was more for developers yeah. than, than for, like, It It games. is. Right. It is. So, like, that's why, I, I, for some reason, I thought it was in, like, San Diego or, or maybe even in L.A. Yeah. You might still nerd out if you went there. I probably would from my, from my, back, uh, my gaming background, yeah. um, which I've been able to, to recently get back into the roots of. I've been playing, yeah, what are you uh, playing? Grand Theft Auto V, like, right. nonstop because I have time to decompress now that I'm not working around the clock. All, I mean, I'm working all the time, but I, I don't have to feel guilty when I take a break. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you got to go cause some mayhem every once in a while in GTA to It does. It makes decompress. it actually makes me feel really good. I haven't um, <laughs> played a GTA game since San Andreas, so it, it goes back quite a All ways right. uh, for me. So um, in what ways have your, your dreams changed since the last time we talked back in May? Well, you know, a lot of good things have happened for us. I'm still in this phase where I'm like, we still have a lot to accomplish, so can't rest easily yet um but I, I think they have they become more and more attainable every day and uh you know we're getting closer and closer to where we want to be still have a lot of hard work um so it's definitely uh been a great experience uh that's kept me up most nights um but you know meeting the right people that uh believe in the vision and uh believe in Helping out companies in Philly, in Camden, where we are right now, um, really are the ones that make dreams possible. So, you know, I love being in this atmosphere. <laughs> and getting to work with people that, that really care, right, and get it. That's, Absolutely. That's so important to me. There's so many people in this community that, that do it because they care. And there's a lot of organizations that uh, they're really helping to bolster the community, like like uh, Waterfront Media. These guys are doing it because they care. That is very true. They do care. And I get to work in that, uh, with them every day in the office here at the CoLab in, uh, can at the Candle Waterfront. And um, it's just awesome to get to see. I mean, they've grown quite a bit. Like, almost overnight, there was, like, more and more people working in their, <laughs> in their space at the, at the CoLab. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these guys know how to, how to put a good event together. They know how to run a business. So I'm not, I'm not surprised at the success that they've had. I yeah I mean and they do definitely doing a good job promoting it as uh, there's you know more and more people filing in here as you can probably hear in the background yeah judging from the recorder um, and the amount of noise coming through it <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh, so what's what's been one big lesson that you've learned since May nothing is going to happen as quickly as you want it to and no one is going to. Um, just you might have this vision of how quickly you want to get things done but it's always going to be more complicated than you initially uh think uh so you have to learn patience or else being in a startup uh is just going to keep you stressed out 100 percent of the time and I'm sure funding has gone a long way in helping relieve some of that. So, I mean, it brings on its own level of stress, right? Because it, it changes the dynamic of like, okay, now we, we need to make money, but we have money. So I don't have like, well, I guess more, a little more on a personal level, you don't have to stress it as much, but it's um, still stressful because we, you know, you have people to pay back now. Yeah. I think their expectations up. 
I I agree with what you're saying. I I like having uh, someone kind of to light a fire under my butt. So, <laughs> you know, having investors who, you know, we're fiscally responsible uh, for, you know, doing our best to provide a good return, like, it, it, in, in a way, it's comforting that I know that I'm kind of working harder because I've got this, really, they're, they're part of the team. You know, we've got these people who are part of our team that rely on, uh, you know, us guys on the ground making everything go. Um, it's it's a nice feeling. It kind of relieves some of the stress in, in some ways. Mm. I would agree. You know, I totally would understand um, the, you know, because when you're doing it by yourself, it's, you know, you, you get some uncertainty of whether or not you're doing the right thing, making the right moves, but having that that investment there, you have like, oh, well, somebody else gets it. Like, I explained it right to at least one other person. Yeah, that, to open their that's true. My, so Dan, my, my co-founder and I were just talking yesterday about how it's great to have, uh, you know, people along the way saying you guys are heading in the right direction, you know, keep doing what you're doing um, because it, it, it kind of verifies what we've been working on. Um, at some point, he's like, at some point, we're going to get tired of hearing we're on the right direction. We got to eventually get to the point where it's like, all right, we've achieved it. We know, <laughs> we know, we were heading in the right direction the whole time. Um, but yeah, having people jumping on board the Red Queen train because they believe in the vision—that's that's a great stress reliever. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I think you totally understand and agree. Um, so, is there any? last thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up here and um hopefully see each other again at the next up conference or yeah i'm sure we will um it's all about the people man uh yeah i know i brought it up already but i really believe in the power of uh community and in this area we've got a scrappy community of people who are volunteering who are, you know, working very diligently to try to develop systems to support the tech uh, startup community. And uh, I, I love being part of it and seeing the, the city grow. Uh, well, the, really the region grow in that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause it, it definitely, um, there's definitely a lot, a lot more people in, in it involved than I ever would have thought. And, and that's because, um, you know, my good friend BJ who still yeah. hasn't been a guest on the show, 270-plus <laughs> episodes into it. Oh, we got to get him on here. I, I know, I know. I, I just seen him the other day, and I was like, I forgot my voice recorder. Ah. What was I thinking? He's a good guy to interview. He, he would He's got be. a good story. He, he would be. He was supposed to be my first interview. I don't really? know if I told you that. Yeah, no. he was supposed to be. He was, as soon as I was like, I'm going to start this show, I was like, that's the first person I'm going to go and hit up to, to do an interview with. 274 or five episodes in at this point. Today, as of today, You're slacking man still hasn't been on the show, and I've been here twice. You yeah, got you, you got to talk yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I've, I've I've been talking to him like almost every single day. Yeah. So uh, through text message recently. Um. So, yeah, we got to get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, he's a great game developer. Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd have a good story really for you. Creative and uh, really just a special person to me for sure. Uh, in and in my life, nice. and and you know definitely if. 
if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here now. Really? Just doing this. Yeah, because he is a really big inspiration to me. Um, I've known him for a long time, like since, since like high school. So We got we got to send him this podcast and bring a tear to his eye. Yeah, I, <laughs> we will bring a tear to his eye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Alex. Well, I really appreciate you, you taking the time uh, here at the Up Conference. Yeah, to, thanks to for having me, talk. Joe. And, uh, you know, I'd love to uh, – to have you on again in the in you know six months to a year and and follow up and see how everything's going all right sounds good well have a good conference man take care thank you you too hey dreamers i'm back here at the up conference and i'm joined with my friend i hope i can call you friend you can uh, but you know i don't even know your last name i'm not good of a friend but it's but buzz miller just miller. call me buzz but or buzz miller with buzz miller here um, and he he is making his dreams come true by helping so many people that have issues with keeping their pets um, and, and making sure that they get back to like they get their pets back after they get through those issues. Um, and I'm going to let Buzz talk about it. Buzz, thank you for joining me on the Dreamers podcast. I'd love for you to start off by giving some background about you and Pact for okay, Animals. Let me try and do this succinctly because most people know. I'm not the most succinct person in the world. Uh, I practice big-time real estate and corporate law for about 35 years. I have three fancy degrees from Ivy League schools, but as the years went by and I approached 60 years old, I got frustrated. I was churning mountains of paper because of computers today, and it became deathly boring for a real estate transaction. I was churning at least 100 pages. There were tons of other lawyers involved. And truthfully, it was enough to put you to sleep every day. So the excitement of making deals, which 30 years ago when I started was much simpler because you didn't have all this paperwork and computers today, I said to my wife, look, I've been rescuing animals for 20 years. I love companion animals. There's a lot of things that need to be done. So I started teaching at all the law schools in the area animal law. I rescued horses from North Dakota. Uh, I did a lot of rescue work with all the major shelters in the Delaware Valley. Then I found out uh, about six, seven years ago that every shelter was getting animals left by people going in the military because they were going overseas for six months to a year and they couldn't find somebody to take care of that animal. So they had to leave them at shelters. If you leave your animal, dog or cat at a shelter, there were only two exits. One third get euthanized, two thirds get adopted, but when they get adopted, they never see him again. So basically, you are forever relinquishing that animal. And 60% of the households have a dog or cat. Some of these people treat, well, some of them, 50% of the animals today sleep in the bed. They treat them as their own kids. And to have to give up your kid to a shelter, never see it again, realize it could be euthanized, mentally is just horrible. And imagine you were a 22-year-old, male or female, and a foxhole fight ISIS someday, which we're very close to, or even in Afghanistan or Iraq, worrying about suicide bombers every day, and your closest friend is your dog or cat, and you had to give it to a shelter, it's a horrible thought that's going to be a nightmare for you the whole time. And what we do is take those animals, if people, thank God, can find out about us, we actually put them in a personal home, where they stay at no charge. We do not charge. The home does not charge. And the average stay is about eight months, at least six months for deployments, up to a year. 
And when they come back, and we've never failed yet, and we've done hundreds of animals, they pick up that animal and it becomes a member of their family again. In addition, we at Chop Children's Hospital of Philadelphia call us about two years ago. We've been in business about five years, and they asked if we could adopt the program to kids with cancer, major heart surgery at CHOP. So now we're also doing the same program for all the children's hospitals in the Delaware Valley, and we've even done it with children's hospitals in Phoenix, Seattle, and other places throughout the country. And now we're doing hospital patients from about one or two years old up to people, senior citizens in their 80s. And it's the same premise, people that love their animals, we prevent them from relinquishing them to a shelter where they'll never see them again, where we haven't failed yet. Whenever these people come back, we have the animals safe and sound in that foster home, and they pick it up. We're required to foster homes at least once a month to send pictures, videos, to be in contact with the people, even if they're in a foxhole in Afghanistan. Everybody in today's world, at least from America, has a computer right near them, even the military all over the world. You know, Pack for Animals is, is a really great organization with, with what it does, right, and what it's accomplished. And um, you should be really proud, Buzz, of what you've accomplished. Just in the, How long has Pack for Animals existed now? It's been about five years. Uh, we run it out of my house. I have six full-time people there. The payroll's out of sight, but we're labor-intensive. We do so much checking before we accept an animal, before we accept a foster home. We visit the homes. We have probably 150, 200 homes in the Delaware Valley, South Jersey, entire state of Delaware. It's the size of a postage stamp and all of eastern Pennsylvania. But we have about 150, 200 homes. Some homes have just started with us. Some homes have fostered eight different times in four or five years. They just keep coming back. They take a couple of weeks off and they come back and foster again. We've done everything from dogs weighing four pounds to dogs weighing 200 pounds. We've helped every nationality, every race, every color, every creed known the man. Uh, you name it, we've helped them. We are totally non-discriminatory. We only want to keep these people happy, knowing their animals are safe. And we've taken every breed, every size dog, every age dog. We've had them as young as six months, as old as 17 years as dogs. Wow. So, okay, so I got I to gotta ask, what's been the biggest roadblock that you've come across with doing this for five, over the course of five years? There's four things we need. One is more volunteers more foster homes because we are the only group in the country that does this and we run it like a Rolls Royce or a Mercedes and it's very costly especially with manpower. The third thing we need is awareness. People even in the Delaware Valley in general have not heard of us because we're the only organization in the country that does this and they just don't think of it. They think of a shelter, they think of a rescue but Many people locally haven't even heard of us, even in the animal world. And the fourth thing we need more than anything right now is money because we're so labor-intensive, we have to keep hiring a circle of people to deliver AAA service, and we just don't have the funds to do it. And I've been funding more than I ever did in the past, and my name's not Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg, so we need money. It's all right. It's Buzz Miller. That's just yeah. as good That's in my, my book. name. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, Buzz, I got I got to ask you a a, a question because we here at the Dreamers Podcast usually ask the question of what was your childhood dream growing up? 
probably to play for a sports team like the Phillies, but I had no talent to do that. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, all good. It's all good. And, and I had an animal. My parents had an animal. When I was born, they already had a dog in the house. My parents are in heaven now, but throughout their entire life, they always had dogs and cats. So maybe that's where I got crazy. That's where this it. came from. Yeah, no, I totally, uh, totally. Usually what happens, uh, what I find is, is that even if you aren't doing what you wanted to do, there's a, re like, there's a, a deeper reason that you wanted to do it. And generally, the people that I've interviewed are doing what they're doing now because of that deeper reason of why they, why they wanted to do, be what they wanted to be. Well, like, example, like, I want to be a firefighter. Well, why, why did you want to be? Well, I want to help people. But now I'm like a doctor. You know what I mean? It's like right. you're still helping people just in a different well, way. What, what we or a social worker. What we do, truthfully, way. is we've handled a lot of PTSD cases. Some dad like to have the money, which is fifteen to 30000 to train PTSD dogs because I know people very qualified to train them. The problem that we're attacking is we've had minimum 10 to 15 military veterans that will not go for treatment with PTSD because they will not give up their dog or cat to a shelter. We take the dog or the cat, we put it in a loving home, then they're willing to go for their treatment. We just had a crisis the last two days we saw with somebody that will not leave his dog because that's all he has in his life. He has no wife, no children, his parents don't talk to him. And he has uh, episodes of severe attacks, and he has to be rushed to the veterans' hospital, and he won't go unless some, and there is no other organization, unless we take his dog. And one person has taken his dog three times now with three attacks where he's been in a veterans' hospital in Philadelphia. Wow. And the other thing I want to say is it's not just the animals. There are some not-so-good rescues and shelters, and there's some great ones. But our whole thing is the human-animal bond. And every instant, we haven't failed yet. We save the life of an animal, but we improve the life of people psychologically that love those animals from infants to people 70, 80 years old. And that's what nobody else in the country does because we are as concerned with the happiness of human beings across the spectrum. Again, all ages, all religions, all colors, we don't care. I mean, we'll, we'll take anything, Muslims, Catholics, Jews, Buddhists, it doesn't matter, and we've handled all of them. <laughs> Buzz, what do your dreams for the future look like? Well, uh, this organization has grown every year, except the last year we had tremendous problems raising money. I don't know all the reasons. We've gotten better. We've been written up in Oprah. We've been on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Animal Planet, Discovery Channel, 10 different times. Every story's been different they've had us on for. I can't put my finger on the reason, but goodness gracious, if there's a way you could help us, you're saving a life, you're helping a veteran, you're helping a kid with brain cancer, leukemia. These are the kind of cases we've handled. We thank God, of course, that the doctors have every child successfully leave the hospital temporarily uh, cured from their cancer or heart problems or whatever. We, we've been lucky that way, I have to admit that. Well, you know, I, uh, I would think that there's a lot of people listening right now that I, I personally know that if they are listening to this point in this episode, that I know they would love to be able to help and donate to this cause. Um, how can they get connected with Let Pat me give Brandless? you our website. It's PACT, P-A-C-T, for F-O-R, 
animals, A-N-I-M-A-L-S on the end, .org. You go there, you'll get the website, or you could call us at 610-581-4141. That's the main office number during the week, 610-581-4141. Or you could call my direct line. I'm the founder, 610-520-1808. And I'll give you my cell, 610-331-7552. Call any of those numbers. You could call them almost 24-7 because I'm at this seven days a week. No matter where I am, lecturing throughout the country, whatever, please call us. You're saving the life of a dog and cat. And in addition, you're giving peace of mind to people in the military or people hospitalized with very serious problems such as cancer, major heart surgery, and so on. Awesome. And I, I think that there are definitely some people out there that will uh, oh, be could, taking you up on you'll that. You'll feel good. I do this. I will never charge since I gave up the practice of law and I made a good living as a lawyer. In 12, 13 years, I haven't charged a penny uh, because I believe in what I'm doing and I want to make a difference in the world, and we are making a difference. Well, I I think that's absolutely awesome. Um, Is there any last thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up here? Joe's a great guy. I met him through a business venture. He's just super. I really love him as a human being and what he stands for. Oh, well, thank He's the you real so thing. Thank and I you. don't think many people are the real thing. I, I really appreciate that coming from you. It's funny that you would use the word super, considering that is part of my, my domain name, superjoepardo.com. Uh, so I don't think you knew that, though. No, I did not so, know that. <laughs> so but very... that's what I think, it, Joe. <laughs> and this is no BS. Uh, there's so many fakes and frauds in this world today, and there's so many people that – talk 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 and never follow through i am really impressed by joe well thank you uh, it does mean a lot uh coming from you buzz especially as someone as decorated as you i mean look at the the marketing and every like everything that you have had right the being uh featured in oprah's was magazine right? right and all the the tv coverage and everything and and they've been just written up in every paper within 60 miles of camden and philadelphia wow uh you know, we've been written up in tons of national magazines, and yet we still need help. Yes, and yes, and I will talk to you more about that because I have a conference coming up called DreamCon, which you, if you haven't heard about DreamCon, go to superjoeparto.com slash DreamCon, that's C-O-N, and uh, find out more information about how you get tickets for the third anniversary of the Dreamers podcast. Uh, I'd love to have you guys come out and ladies come out and uh, – and yeah, so I'll talk to you more about that buzz uh, okay. just after we get done super, here. Super, super, Thank you so much for taking the time Thank here you. at the Up Conference. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.